You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Hi, kids. Welcome in. Yes, it's time for another edition of Scatter Shooting. I'm Randy Renner. And I'm Jeremy Griffin. And I'm Ed, neighbor from the north who had to walk due to gas prices. Wow. <laughs> and more and more people are probably time. doing that. Thank goodness, though, for Ed, because he doesn't live very far from... Here, studio? just kind of just kind relative. of around the corner it's relative well it is it is relative and it's a really hot day today mm. so it's kind of uncomfortable outside if, if you're uh, having to walk for the i believe this is the ninth actually maybe it's maybe the 10th straight day uh where the national average price of gasoline has gone up uh two years ago today uh the price of uh, oil was right about 30 bucks a barrel two years ago today. I looked this up, but I didn't write it down. So it was 30, 31, somewhere in there. Okay, 30 bucks a barrel, basically. Uh, A year ago, uh, Grandpa Joe was in office by that time, and the price of a barrel of oil had basically doubled. But still, it was reasonable. It was $60 a barrel, which a lot of folks say is, Really, a relatively good price because it's something that, uh, you know, the energy companies can live with and not have to lay off a bunch of employees. And we can live with it as consumers because, you know, gas is obviously would be more expensive than if oil was at $30 a barrel, but not ridiculously so. And uh, today, uh, this morning, the price of oil had reached uh, back up to about $115, a barrel, which is almost double from the 60 or so it, it was at this time a year ago. It has since uh, dropped off a little bit, it's down $3, a little more than $3 now, uh, back down to uh, a little over 109 Thank goodness. Uh, yes, that's one bit of good news. Uh, however, the stock market is in free fall. And you know what? A lot of people... <laughs> a lot of people say, well, you know, who cares about the stock market? It's a bunch of rich guys. Well, actually, uh, sure, there are a lot of rich guys involved in that, but there are a lot of regular working folk involved in it because their 401ks are in the stock market and various other investments and other people. But Al Jones, as of this moment, is down 1,050 points uh, to uh, 31,604. During the Trump administration, I think it had gotten up to uh, what was it, about thirty-seven, thirty-eight thousand. I think under under Trump, and uh, the Nasdaq's down over five hundred. The S and P five hundred is down about uh, one hundred and fifty. So uh, the stock market uh, is uh, way, way down, and it has been going down here pretty steadily. Uh, you know, things just get worse and worse under uh, Grandpa Joe, uh, and. I was talking before we started about a prediction of mine that I had. Uh, before the election, I was talking to some Democrat friends of mine. Yes, I do have a couple, although they're probably not as good of friends now as they were at one point. Uh, but they were, and even a couple of uh, Republicans that I was embarrassed to find out who they were going to vote for. And I said that if Grandpa Joe wins the presidency because it and it certainly looked like at that point that democrats would control uh both the house and the senate that it would be 
the end of the world as we know it, or as we knew it at that time, back before the election. And by that, I didn't mean that, you know, we would be a, a smoking ball of uh, lava at this point because of some sort of nuclear war. I just meant that it, it wouldn't be the same. It would be the end of the world as we know it with relatively cheap gas prices, relatively cheap food prices, relatively, you know, a strong border, uh, a strong economy, all kinds of things going really well, that the, all of that would come to an end. But I will say this, I did not really think that it would happen as quickly and go so far bad uh, before, you know, Grandpa Joe had even served two years as president. You know, really, since he's been in charge, Mm -hmm. it's only been like a year and a half. He's not in charge of anything. Well, whoever, you know, whoever is in, in charge, whoever, you know, maybe it's the guy running the teleprompter or at least writing things in there. I mean, it just gets worse and worse, you know, seemingly every day. And so it's, we have it's, a, it's part we have, of the plan. We have a baby formula. Right, I have a baby formula crisis. And see, here's- Plenty you know, at and, the border though. And the COVID, the COVID is uh, coming back because, you know, we're headed to another election. And so it's gonna be so bad by the time we get Trump to- boxes. Uh, November, you know, it'll be all mail-in ballots again because mm-hmm. that strategy was a big winner for the Democrats. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I also heard something, an interesting statistic today. Uh, you guys remember the big fit that so many Democrats uh, threw over the new Georgia election laws. You know, we talked last week, I, I think, about Major League Baseball taking mm-hmm. the All-Star game out of Atlanta and moving it to, of all places, Denver and Colorado, which actually had more restrictive voting laws than the new Georgia law. Bunch right. of idiots. Mm-hmm. And, but that law that, you know, Grandpa Joe called Jim Crow 2 and that it was so restrictive, you know, all like this. In the primary election, in Georgia, Tuesday, yesterday, mm-hmm. from the the difference from the last election of a similar type, a primary, the number of people who voted under these new horribly restrictive election laws, draconian, draconian, Jim Crowian. Mm-hmm. Its participation is up 155%. Wow. 155%. They got so scared, they all ran out and voted. Apparently. Because it I don't could know. be the last time. Yeah. The well, re- Republicans I mean, could it's already pass the new... something even stricter next time. <sighs> so, you know, it's all mm. BS. It's all uh, a ploy. And uh, people have fallen for it. And the media has continued to, uh, you know, trumpet uh, all of these things that are allegedly so good, but are really so bad as our country comes to a crashing end for the moment, at least. But that's where we are. I didn't really mean to start on such a downer. I was, I was wanting to start on something a little more exciting, but I... 
as I was driving over here, getting stuck in L.A. freeway traffic, mm, uh, I just decided that, you know, I would fire off a few rounds. We have, in 2021, one of the things I've been following in 2021, China opened something <clears throat> like 113 new coal electricity plants. 113 in one year. Texas closed like three as they convert to wind and solar. Mm-hmm. And last weekend, the Texas ORSC, whatever it's called, their electric board, sent out emails all over Texas. We may have rolling blackouts this weekend because temperatures are going to reach the 90s in Texas. That's like five months out of the year that temperatures reach the 90s. I know. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, this is, and with the, when I think of the formula crisis, the, the border crisis, they say 40% of stores that carry formula right now have none. Zero. Zip. Mm-hmm. We have pallets at the border, though. Um, we do. We do yeah. have pallets at the yes. When I think about the lack of law and order at the border, the the skimming of the treasury with the forty billion to Ukraine, the 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 uh, the media sycophants, the um, gas prices, the electrical grid. It's I see this descending into third world status of our country, and it's happening right before our eyes. This kind of stuff is unheard of 10 years ago and i remember president oh, no, no, 10 years ago two years ago barack obama said one time when he was talking about his green energy stuff when he was pumping up solera that took billions of dollars and then went bankrupt and just you know sorry all the money's gone for uh, green for green energy he didn't said all just disappear it he said disappeared into various pockets one of the things we have to do is increase fossil fuel prices dramatically to make people switch mm-hmm. to non-fossil fuels it's exactly what they're doing right and and these various other things that are going on it's all it's all part of the well it's all part of the plan and uh you know and and really they've not they have not really been secretive about this Mm-mm. you know grandpa no. joe during the campaign he said what he was gonna do you know he mm-hmm. said he wanted to end uh fossil fuels and some people questioned him about it and then he would deny it debates he said no advance but i mean everybody everybody knew that that was coming Mm -hmm. and on day one you know he signed a bunch of executive orders that that made our this country's energy independence a lot shakier and as it has gone Mm -hmm. we've now lost it Mm -hmm. we no longer have energy independence in the united states Largely because of uh, of what he did and what the Democrat plan apparently is and uh, all of these other things that they have going now. You know, you've got the formula shortage. We've had all kinds of video. You know, the abortion issue uh, that's on fire uh, right now because of what and, you know, and this is over something that really hasn't even happened. You know, we don't we don't know for sure that the Supreme Court is going to rule uh, how they're going to rule on Roe v. Wade. I think it's a pretty good guess that it's going to be six three against because that's kind of you know the the way that i expect it's leaning and unless somebody has decided to change their vote because of some of the protests that are uh going on but the 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 democrats have had enough of times majorities in congress where they could have made that the law of the land if they wanted to but they didn't and one of the 
I think probably the main reason that they didn't is because I, I, you know, I heard this the other day that the number one, the number one fund raising issue for Democrats is abortion. And so if they had and the millions and millions and millions of dollars come in over that issue, well, uh, during some of those times where they've had control of both houses of Congress and the White House, where they could have made that the law of the land, they never did. Because if that problem no longer, that problem for them, no longer exists, or the problem that people think is their issue, it's not really a problem, it's, hey, it's a moneymaker, baby. Why are you gonna kill the golden goose, so to speak? You wouldn't. And so it just becomes, and it's the same kind of situation where, you know, the, the, the Democrats have made such a big issue out of race, especially these last couple of years. But really, it's been an issue for a long, long time. And if they really, and again, during some of these years where they wouldn't have even needed a majority, you know, they could have solved a lot of these issues that still may be perpetuating today if they would have wanted to, it's but same, they don't want to. Same thing with the Republicans the other way. And on gun control, same thing. Well, see, and here's the issue. Here's the issue, you know, with gun control that is just amazing to me. Um, although it is a, certainly a Democrat issue, but so many people go along with it. You know, they don't, there's no critical thinking in a lot of areas. If people would just stop and just think, just think for a minute. You know, they could maybe see through some of this, but they're too busy, you know, cranking up their dead gum Xbox or they're seeing what their TikTok feed is showing or whatever. <clears throat> uh, some of these biggest crimes that we've seen, some of the most gun violence that we've seen has come in states or cities, states and cities, that have the strictest gun control. Well, and so if, 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 and, and so I, Andy, we've talked about this before. Guns don't kill people. Criminals with guns kill people and or knives or whatever they're going to use. But law abiding citizens who would be affected the most by gun control legislation generally don't kill people. Well, that don't deserve to be killed, but I mean, well, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, they don't, people in the media certainly they don't understand that so they'll be after the buffalo uh thing and you know and the guy apparently the guy is it's part of his manifesto he was talking about going to places that were gun-free zones you know those signs in front of a building this is a gun-free zone well you know criminals they're like there we go there's the place right there nobody's gonna shoot back you know, and if you, you know, and it was the signs that some businesses put up, this business or this home protected by Smith and Wesson. You know where, you know where Biden didn't go? Because he went to Buffalo. You know where he didn't go? To Colorado last year. 
when the Syrian immigrant shot up the grocery store. Mm. Killed the same exact amount of people. Yeah. Ten people. I don't remember and him going to the parade at Christmas. No, didn't didn't do the Wisconsin no. thing. No, he and did these not are, do the he didn't do the Wisconsin thing either. And all of these events are tragic. And the guy in Buffalo was a scumbag and I wish that he would be strung up, but New York does not have a death penalty, so he won't face a death penalty. But you know, in Buffalo, every year, the average for the last five years has been 60 black males murdered a year in Buffalo by each other. And nobody cares. Nobody flies well, up there for that. You know, the numbers are probably bigger Chicago. in Chicago. No, Chicago, Chicago, so, 30, 40 a weekend are shot and 10 or 12 yeah. die every weekend. They're going to talk. Oh, no, right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, in Chicago, nobody cares. Chicago is one of the places that has the strictest, some of the strictest gun laws. Mm hmm. You know, and uh, but you know, no, you, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, you know, it just it's, shows it's just for political benefit. And yeah, that's and it's shameful. Yeah, that that is what it is. Now, what do you guys think about? So, this is something that's been troubling to me. At first, I was totally against it, but as more of these shootings come out, and there's not very many shootings, to be clear. And just so everybody knows my viewpoint, we don't have a gun problem in America. We have a culture problem in America of a culture of violence in certain cultures that causes the majority of gun homicides in America. That's year after year. That's in the FBI stats. Stats are racist. I know, but I'm still going to say it. So anyways, uh, I've always been against red flag laws, but the Parkland shooter police were called on him. He said, I want to shoot up a school. They couldn't do anything. They said the FBI tip line received tips on him. They didn't do anything. This Buffalo well, shooter, I was just the Buffalo say, yeah. shooter, he was he was taken to a hospital and spent twenty three hours in the hospital under psych evaluation because he said on his senior paper, "What do you want to do in retirement?" He said, "Mass shooting and kill lots of people." So they actually took him to the hospital, but they said, "There's nothing we can do about it," and he was just released and then went and bought his gun and did his thing. So I'm very, very torn on the red flag stuff. And the, I think, you know, and how then I want to say, how many of those cases you think exist? How many times does someone, how many tips exist of somebody that turns out to be nothing? Yeah, I know. That's, I don't I mean, know. That, well, well, and can your like ex-wife report you in and lie? Right. And you? So to me, well, sure. To me, the thing is, if, if in fact, I mean, if that number is reasonable, just, just t tail them surveilled them not illegally surveil them publicly surveil them they can't they're not going to privately do a lot of killing right they gotta if they're going to do that somebody's going to come into their house willingly or they're going to drag them in and that's going to happen in the public space so so that's how you prevent that i mean instead of just going well until he does something watch him you idiots he was posting his whole plan that's what online. i'm saying i mean Everything. you you have a reason that's not even a red flag law that's just diligence mm -hmm. right I, I think that's what's so weird to me i i am i have turned into the biggest cynic in the world because i'm sitting here at 45 years old with a clear obvious thing we should be doing and the people who do it for a living don't and i've i used to think well i'm just ignorant to certain things and that's true but when you get information and you were no longer ignorant to it and you you just get it i mean it's like this twitter employee that the veritas recently leaked and he's like well we work four hours a week on average this is real, man. It's just pure laziness. And we burn, ban conservatives the entire time. Right, right. Hours, but yeah. but his whole thing is if, you, if you're not feeling it, man, you just don't do it. You know, there's just laziness in this world. And so you have people, especially those who are in a place of employment where it's very hard to get fired. 
those folks have zero motivation if they have zero character and zero character is vanguard of the day so i'm i'm just looking at it going look you're gonna see more of this crap if i was fundamentally in charge of any one of these sectors it would be straightforward what are you doing today johnson uh nope that's not what you're doing watch this guy you're gonna watch him for the next six months nothing happens six months we're gonna back off you watch him once a week Whatever it and is. We know they can get warrants on their electronic stuff. Right. They could have seen what he was posting. He posted, they don't need warrants. He posted, the NSA's got all the data. He posted the Target 10 days before online. He said, Tops Grocery Store. They have two security guards. He posted his map online and said, this is what I'm hitting. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you guys, you guys make... Excellent points. And the only thing that I'll say about that, and which I totally agree with, the only thing I'll say about that is when you're dealing with potential people who could do something like this, there's a lot of them out there. There's well, a lot to yeah, watch. That's, and that's and the question. So, yeah. And you know. in, the, in the environment in which we live, especially in certain areas, although it's beginning to turn around a little bit, but, you know, where they're defunding the police and all this kind of stuff, you don't have as, as many people. And in some of the big cities, you but, know, they, but we the, have a whole department of people that are no, isolated I, for fighting white supremacy as the right. number one threat well, in our yes. nation. Well, so, right. And the FBI was busy investigating parents who were upset right. at the, and that, so, that's the yeah. bull crap of all of it. Oh, i'm yeah, not gonna yeah. tell there's not but a stinking excuse we don't have that, the people because for god's sake how uh, about you put the people you have on the people you've assessed to be the biggest threat and then see what happens yeah. stop something in the process oh. not one of them where, where's the story of someone trying this and being stopped by law enforcement because they did due diligence what a load of crap u.s what? citizens are the only ones stopping it our country is a farce. Well, they they stopped the kidnapping of the mayor. It's it's of the, of yeah the, the, the Michigan the, governor. The FBI God. planned <laughs> kidnapping. I mean, okay. dude, uh, guys. It, no, I, uh, I understand, uh, Jeremy. The Look, key. I think the key is there's hate, no there's no consequences. There's no consequences. There's nothing. Why why isn't the co- the FBI agent who closed the tip on the Parkland shooter? He said. He read it, he processed it, he made a file, and he closed it. No follow-up. Yeah, that's his why, job, right? Why, that's wasn't, it. why wasn't he in handcuffs in front of, of the camera for well, manslaughter? Because, uh, you know, in the environment that we're in right now, you know, the, the, the left, you know, they're not interested in some of that stuff. And, you know, in fact, really... They want this them, to happen. I was just yeah. going to say, for them, it becomes a, a better talking point. If something like this does happen, they don't really want the FBI. And even in the areas where maybe the FBI or other law enforcement agencies have done this Jesus, sort of thing, fix it. the national media is going to ignore that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. The only place you're going to hear about it is on Fox and maybe not there. Or on, you know, if it happens in a smaller area on the, you know, that area's local news will talk about it, but on a national basis, even if the FBI sends out, hey, we did this, you know, most of the media is going to ignore that. Because it's the gun that's the problem. It's the yeah. gun, right. Yes, exactly. It's the gun that's the problem. And uh, so, you know, everything is everything is out of whack. And um, at this point, there's not a whole lot, you know, now some of this Become an may change man. in uh, you can do. November. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, depending upon 
what happens maybe but you know like i said you know as soon as 81 well I'm not going to say 81, 81 million, million votes. I'm, the right, most, 81 the million most votes. popular I'm, candidate I'm not in going to say, I almost said mm. 81 million people, mm. live, actual, real people, but I'm not going to say that. You know, it's a lot I, of votes, man. I know, it's a Ooh. lot of votes. That's people really got out votes. and voted. Ooh. Did you guys but, watch 2,000 Mules yet? No. No. You know about 2,000 Mules? Yeah. I've heard about it, yes. I'm, uh, I'm scared it'll be too depressing. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm thinking it'll be it? a, a, a sneak preview no, I've of been, November. I've been listening to Deshesh, Des, Deshesh, Dinesh, Dinesh, Dinesh Dessouza. Dessouza. That's it. I've been listening to his podcast. I listened to a couple episodes this morning. and I, You know, you just, again, I mean, you only have to go two or three steps down this road to recognize that my prediction, my ultimate prediction <laughs> We just keep edging closer and closer to. I mean, there's nothing left. To oblivion? Yes. Well, I like I said, as far as I'm concerned, when Joe Biden was yeah. elected, that became that was the end of the world as we And know. I'm just I, I, I believe we are I mean, the Civil War thing I've talked about, it's it comes down to things like this. Like you gotta understand, I mean, what's the difference between the slavery argument and abortion argument in practical terms? I mean, they are different, but I'm saying you're talking about human rights. And that's the dissenting idea. And the Democrats in the slavery issue wanted to deny human rights to African-Americans or Africans at that point. I don't know if they called them Americans, but anyway. No, no that's a new term. And the Democrats want to mm-hmm. deny rights to an unborn child. And in a, lo- a lot of cases, I mean, their most recent legislation to a born child. I mean, they were, they were making it legal to kill a, a human right. being who'd been born. I mean, like... If that's the used to, that was the discussion. My point is only is if that, the mom didn't want it. The point is, is that that is the exact same thing as what really was a main instigator of the previous civil war. And then you add to that formula shortage. You add to that the gas prices and coming soon to a neighborhood near you, a neighborhood near you, gas shortages. And you know, we had that. We had that back I, in I'm the seventies. I know, you know and, that, I and that's kid. the thing. That's you put all those pieces together. You look at the division that we have, and it's going to come down to somebody like DeSantis. As soon as the Florida environment, for example, or any state, as soon as the state's environment starts being directly and radically impacted by federal policy. And it really comes down to sovereignty. I mean, the, the state, I mean, and, and here's the motivation of that, that official and the elected officials in those state congresses, uh, state legislatures. They're, they want to keep their jobs too. And at some point, they're going to say, well, I'm either going to do something about it or I'm not. And if I don't, I'm going to lose my job. You can only blame somebody for so long until the population says, uh, we want out. Get us out. And that's how the Civil War didn't start upon the first you know, somebody going, we're seceding. It's, it started after several states had already seceded from the union that had already happened. And so we're just, this is just an absolute roadmap. I mean, if you just look at the process, we're, we're in really no different of a place. And, and ultimately for some people immediately secession and or civil war will actually be a better life than what they're living right now, which is why it comes down to that. If you can look down the road and say, I it's better for me to at least be 
fighting or hopefully it's not a big fight but i'm sure it will be a big fight there's gonna it's better to do that because i'm definitely gonna die in this current scenario at least i have a fighting chance quite literally <clears throat> so my i'm just telling you guys and i don't know when uh it's the 18th of may i think it happens uh january 6th 2023 yeah or sometime sometime after the election of this year because after the election this year when things do not go as planned or as expected um then uh that will be what sets it off by the way joe biden first president in history to threaten to use nuclear weapons against his own people don't forget that that's true do you know he did that randy there's only been a few that could have though Nuclear right here yeah there haven't been uh and there's only been only one, a know. few it's been 70 years uh that's like 15 presidents yeah that's a few did you hear my voice my sarcastic voice yeah yeah oh so you're excusing it okay yeah so this administration gets away with threatening you, to, nu- well, use, threatening you know to use nukes on the american <laughs> you know people. What? hold on <laughs> telling parents who can't find baby formula the white house doesn't make formula go see your doctor or You know, I would actually be in favor of Are you using a tactical nuclear weapon. If we could put Joe, uh, what are you doing? Beep him. At some point, we're here, trying to keep you safe. We're trying to not let you get hurt. People are figuring it out. There are certain people that. <laughs> there you go. Are you defending? I would not shed a shed a tear. <laughs> yeah, if they got yeah, turned into a parking that. lot. I can't get over you getting so upset, and then when I tell you that that's the my president, point. president of the United States threatened to nuke the American people, you said, "Well, so right it, because you haven't picked up on the obvious sarcasm." Oh, sarcasm well, meter. I'm sure the White House will do a cleanup uh, on aisle five on that here pretty soon. I'm calibrated. <laughs> I know what you mean, bro. All right. Uh, well, we've been talking about all of this end of the world uh, stuff, end of the world as we know it. And I'm sure we'll probably get back to that before the end of the show. I don't know. We could kill some time here uh, on some other and stuff. We've gone, we've yeah. gone about a half an hour. We're halfway through. And Let's we may, happy. I'm sure we'll end up uh, doing more of this uh, later on. But some of you may have noticed I have a Thunder Oklahoma shirt City on. Thunder shirt on. Awesome. Because last night was the draft Wait, lottery. We're getting into Thunder. I just want to throw this out. We're going to stay on topic. But do you know why the team was named the Thunder? I mean, do you have a clear understanding of that? Well, my understanding is, especially since they chose a bison, buffalo, right. for those of you back home in Warica, uh, as the... Uh, mascot of the uh, team yeah it uh, had to do with the sound of the hooves of bison buffalo moving yeah. across the prairie the thunder of the hooves and you know we have some lightning and thunderstorms around here so that kind, kind of our yeah. works into a little bit too yeah so so this propaganda went out on uh, one of the social media things a very prominent account who talks about borders and how things get their name throws out this gem that the thunder in Oklahoma city are aptly named because they used to be the Seattle supersonics named for the airplane development, supersonic airplane development out of Seattle at the Boeing uh, corporation. And that, um, 
and going back to the roots of, of all that, since they moved to Oklahoma City, they were trying to stay connected. And Oklahoma City was the test city to determine by the government on whether or not sonic booms were going to affect the public. And so for a period of time, I think in the 60s or whenever it was, the uh, there were five sonic booms every day over the state of Oklahoma or over Oklahoma City without the public knowing. They just wanted to see how the public would respond. And it was often mistaken for thunder. So they called the Oklahoma city thunder, the thunder because of the, of that. And I say bull crap. One as an employee of the thunder, I can say this or having worked with them for years. I don't, I, we don't talk about where it comes from, but to your point about rumble, the bison. So that was the whole video opening was as the thunderous sound comes down the plains and blah, 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 blah. And then as I posted on this wonderful creators freaking video, I just added the words, or maybe it's because the National Weather Service is a few miles south of Oklahoma City, and we're in a little place called Tornado Alley, where we're known for wicked thunderstorms. So anyway, just see. As, far as, as far as no I know, response. it's a kind of a combination of both. I, right. And you know what I never, ever heard one ounce of? The that, bull crap uh, theory, that he's yes. fun. I've never, I've never heard that either. Yeah, but uh, no, and uh, you know, I haven't been personally to a Thunder game in well since the pandemic, since uh, Rudy Gobert tested positive for uh, the COVID. Yeah. I haven't been, I haven't been to a game since. You have at the beginning of games. Yeah. Do they you still use the uh, the electric yeah. of the lightning and yeah, then oh, yeah. you know the th- so so there we go. It's kind of a combination and the. Official mascot is Rumble the Bison. Oh yeah, and the thundering oh, hood. And, and what do they call the 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 entertainment squad? The Storm Chasers, not the Sonic right. Boom Hiders. Right. The or- storm, right, that's one. Right, the Storm Chasers. <laughs> the sure, Storm Chasers. So it's kind of a combination, right, of both, which yeah. I think is is pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, but the Thunder have uh, they got some draft lottery luck. Yeah, and uh, ended up their their number four pick, uh, which, you know, they finished with the fourth worst record, just like last year. They also finished with the fourth worst record. They did not have lottery luck last year because they ended up with the sixth pick instead of the fourth. got Josh Giddy, who's turned into a really, really good player. Mm -hmm. I was hoping the Clippers pick, which also is owned now by the Thunder because of the, uh, the George, uh, the Paul George trade, I was hoping that would move up a little bit, but at least it didn't go the other way. It stayed at 12, mm-hmm. and then the Thunder got the number two overall pick. And so they will be, presumably... Two, four, and 12? Uh, no, not two, because four... Wow. Four, Ed's just going to make all sorts of noise here in the studio. Ed's, so. Ed's going to have a cocktail thanks, while, thanks, while we talk basketball. Lord knows he couldn't wait 25 um, minutes. <laughs> but... Uh, no, the, the, the fourth pick moved up to number two. Oh, moved up to number two. And so two. they have two and 12 and then in the lottery. And yeah. then they also, because of the Chris Paul trade to Phoenix, they have Phoenix's pick in the first round. And because Phoenix ended up with the best record in the NBA, it's that pick is 30th. And then they have their own pick <laughs> in the second round. You, you need a... <laughs> uh, that's yeah, it was a just lot a, of effort. Let me to let me just help you with this. That was a twist off. <laughs> Maybe don't use a bottle opener on a twist off next time, uh, or use an actual real bottle opener instead of whatever that little toy. Anyways, was that Adrian Paul. But 
No, Chris Paul. The Chris oh, Paul trade. That was their And then the they have their own, their own pick in the second round, which is number 34. Right. But my point is, I just made that Ed's going to have to make leave the room, I think. Uh, um. But the, the Thunder, since they've been here, uh, it's been a, a while since they've had a top five pick. They've only had the Thunder Sonics franchise since it's been owned by... Clay Bennett and the Oklahoma City group, and since Sam Presti has been general manager, they've only had three picks in the top five. Right. And Sam Presti has an excellent track record with those picks when it comes to those high draft picks. <laughs> three MVPs? Three MVPs. Within four years, for sure. Four years. Within, yeah, four, yeah. Um, so. It was, of course, Kevin Durant, who was a, really a no-brainer in 2007 right. after Greg Oden. And then two controversial. And then two, the next two. Uh, Relatively. Well, they were, I think they were considered lottery picks. Right. But not as high as the Thunder took, uh, took them. James yeah. Harden uh, was a number three pick, and Russell Westbrook was a number four pick. And, you know, those guys were more like, into the first round, even toward into the, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13, you know, mm -hmm. somewhere in there. But uh, because I, I remember when those picks were made, you know, a lot of people, national people were going, what the heck are they doing mm -hmm. with those guys? Maybe they can pick up that Cleveland Browns guy. <laughs> He's having all the trouble. Breathing. He's a having trouble breathing. Like, what's his name? <laughs> Whoever the Cleveland Browns guy is, you're talking about. He's a football guy. He plays We're basketball. basketball. He plays basketball. He doesn't as well. play in the NBA, but he yeah. maybe he could. And people he, would come buy tickets. All these Sooner. No, people. no, they. What's wouldn't. his name? Michael. Bit. I don't know. No, not I'm Michael. not a Cleveland not, Browns I, fan. I have no idea. Baker, somebody. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he doesn't play for the Browns anymore. I know. That's what I'm saying. No, well, he, actually, he need a team? actually, he's still on the roster. He didn't play for him. He anymore. needs a team. <laughs> well, it is the off season, so he's, nobody he won't be playing. Nobody, for them can't anymore. they pick him up? Well, they no. went with the rapist, right? Deshaun, yeah. whatever the accused rapist. Yes, Deshaun Watson, right? Deshaun. Wow, very good. Yes. Does so, he play? but anyway, no, he doesn't play either. It's the off season. Nobody plays. Oh. Go back to your drink. Maybe they can get that tall, skinny guy back. Go ahead. They got it to their... Well, they the may tall, get a tall, guy. skinny guy. The one who's... Chet Holmgren. <clears throat> He's very tall and very skinny. Well, but they'll probably go. take one of the three guys that are considered the best players. Chet Holmgren, Jabari Smith, or Paolo Bancaro. Is Chet Holmgren those. related to that Packers coach, Mike Holmgren? Is that no. like his kid or something? No. no. Okay. No, no, no. I hope mm -hmm. we get Paolo. It's just a fun name. But Paolo is a, yeah. And Ben Carroll, Paolo Ben Carroll. He's, uh, uh, his heritage, I believe, is, uh, but I mean, he was Brazilian? He's from, he's yeah. from the United States. I mean, he's born and raised See? in the U.S. of A. I knew because of that name uh, that it would be Brazilian. Racist. But uh, <clears throat> Jabari Smith, and of course, Ben Carroll plays, or played college at Duke. Uh, Jabari Smith, Auburn, Chet Holmgren, Gonzaga. Mm -hmm. So, my pick would probably be Jabari Smith because he's really good, plays great defense, uh, has a tremendous 6'10", big body, very strong, can defend. 
uh, has, uh, I think in college, he shot like 41% from three. Wow. Um, is Syracuse Chad Holmgren, any good? Syracuse. Are they any good? I don't college know. College basketball? Well, traditionally they are, but uh, this year I'm not sure. They weren't in the... Yeah, maybe they were in the... What difference does that make? Well, a guy from my daughter's... <laughs> my A guy from my daughter's graduating class got a full ride there in basketball. Really? So, I thought okay. it was interesting. All right. I'm trying to join the conversation. We're talking about the thunder. <laughs> we're not talking about Syracuse. Yeah, but it's within the realm of basketball. Well, I guess... Anyways, go of, ahead okay. with Djibouti. The next guy you're going to talk about. <laughs> Chet Holmgren is the, what a lot of the draft analysts say is a guy that has the biggest upside and maybe is the best overall player. He's seven feet tall and weighs about a buck 20. Mm. Uh, and, uh, seven foot, 120 pounds. Well, I'm exaggerating. He's actually, oh. he is seven feet tall, maybe seven one. And I think wow. his weight is 195, Ooh. but that's still pretty that's skinny. Skinny drink of water. Right there. Um, but not like big country. No, big country uh, had a little more meat on uh, his bones. So we'll see. I mean, right now, a lot of the people are thinking Orlando with the number one pick will take Jabari Smith, which would then leave Chet Holmgren for the Thunder at number two. Hmm. So I think it'll be one of those guys, Jabari when, Smith draft or night? Chet Holmgren. Next month. Next month, yeah. Toward the end of, toward the June, end of right? next month. Yeah, yeah, it's about basically about a month from now, six weeks from now. I got my watch party in there. stuff bought. So, your what? What? My watch party stuff. That's cool. Supplies. Really? For draft night? Oh, oh yeah, it's big time in our family. Yeah, he's. Uh, come on over if you want. You know, I would I would come on over, but I know you guys aren't going to be watching it, so no. I'll, let's go to the. I'll let's, just stay. Let's home. go watch with the Thunder guys. Let's go out there. I think that would be that might be kind of fun. We'll go do that. <clears throat> that might be that might be a lot of fun. But so a lot of people now are really all a lot of Thunder fans are all fired up, very excited about what that could do for the team and what exactly will happen. Might be a couple of trades in there also, especially with those right. later picks, that 30th pick, the 34th pick. Might combine some guy, maybe even there at 12, they might be able to do some things and move up if they have a guy that they're interested in. So hmm. I think it should be a really interesting night. A couple other things. I am really, 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 as Billy Donovan used to say, really, 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 Excited about the weekend. Good. You guys know why? Any idea? Are you going to throw a ball through a circle <clears throat> over and over again? Probably not, but you never know. Well, that's what I'm into because that's what we're talking about. What's no, this we've weekend? Changed, we're changing gears. We're, change, we're changing gears. Oh. We're changing gears. Daytona 500? I'm excited about the weekend because, yeah. you know, this week. Baseball. We're set. Yeah, there will be baseball, but and I'm always excited about that, but not I'm, particularly this weekend. I'm excited about something that hasn't happened in a little while uh, because it's been so hot. You know, we're setting <laughs> records, some of right. them all time record highs for this early in May. You know what Saturday's forecast high is supposed to be? 78. 68 degrees. The uh -huh. National Weather Service this morning, and it may have changed. Saturday's high, 68. When's the storms coming? Friday. Although they're, <laughs> although they're saying that there may not be, most of the storms probably be in southeast Oklahoma. We may not get much mm. here in the, uh, in the city. But uh, Saturday morning, a low in the 50s. Mm -hmm. Most of our recent lows have been in the 
mid-70s. You know, like last week, you know, we set the warmest low temperature for that date last last week. Uh, the warmest temperature. low temperature. <clears throat> are I we think gonna, the record we, was 72 and we were 75 that day. Are we going to talk like about the Martian doorway at any point? And then, yes, I, you know, that was the other stuff Sorry. I wanted to, uh, the other stuff that I wanted to talk about, the UFO hearing yesterday. Yeah. And uh, there have been several things have come out. You know, you mentioned the Martian doorway. You know, of it. you know more about it than I do. I have, I've just, I've seen a picture of it and it is, you know, and there are a lot of things. And then, uh, <clears throat> you know, a lot of the UFO stuff came out in the uh, hearing yesterday. What's that? So this is a far, <clears throat> far off picture, and it zooms in. This, this is where, this is what they saw. I believe it's been photoshopped since this originally went out. As we get closer. So you mean this is the photoshopped, or this is the this original? is the photoshopped version of it? I believe. But uh, when I say photoshopped, I think they added these crevices and cracks to make it look like just a outcropping. Now, with that said, it's... Well, you know, quite frankly, to me, that looks almost more like a doorway than... You're saying NASA added the outcropping? Of course. Well, I then, think this could be the piece that fell off of this. If they were going to hide it, though, why would they release it in the first place? Well, <laughs> they didn't really release it. NASA doesn't try very hard. I'm just saying, they don't try very hard. So I don't want to go down this, that rabbit hole because we have this, other stuff why? to talk about. What was this picture taken of? This by? was from the Curiosity from rover. From the rover on Mars. It came in a couple days ago. I mean, it just, it just and out you know, there. And, and you, know, there, you know, there are pretty, there are several theories out there that we, our oh, ancestors, are Martians. I didn't see a door there, though. You did? It's a doorway. You oh, didn't doorway. see doorway. Yeah, that's true. You, you, uh, yeah, I, I didn't the, see a door. No, no, there was no door, but there was mm -hmm. what appeared to be a, an opening to a tunnel or for something. For those or searching other, for extraterrestrial life and evidence thereof, <clears throat> they have a saying, and that is God does not build in straight lines. So when they look at structures, they see straight lines, they say, well, this has been created with intent. Kind of like the, uh, you know, those fascinating photographs from the bottom of the Pacific Ocean, the Yellow Brick Road. Yeah. And uh, there's been... Road to Atlantis. Uh, yes, yes. There's been an explanation for that. You know, when you see the picture, I mean, it really does. It looks like pave, paving bricks, and they have a kind of a yellowish yeah. tint uh, to them. So, I mean, it looks like a yellow brick road. It truly does. But they say that because there was volcanic action that those actual those features that that I look like uh, you know that that's actually a natural type of formation but it goes against what you just <laughs> said about you know straight lines straight lines because i mean they look when you just look mm -hmm. at that photo i mean it really appears to be yellowish bricks yeah uh in a road type of fact, you know, 3,000 feet below the surface of the, or what is now the surface of the, I don't uh, trust anybody. Ocean. I believe everything's a grand conspiracy. So here yeah, they're high. It's, that's probably a good way to be. I don't trust a whole lot of, them, especially mean, now, I, I, you know, because so many things, mm -hmm. so many things can be faked up. That's what I'm saying, dude. And uh, so you just don't know unless you, unless you see something with your own eye. well, something in a net not that you see something with your own eyes on the internet yeah but if you see something with your own eyes right. uh in a natural setting 
and sometimes you may not even believe be able to believe that. I'm telling you, man. But the 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 world of science is like the uh, three card Monty. I mean, it's just all about misdirection, trying to get you to believe what they want you to believe. There's too politics and funding are attached to science. There's no way I can trust it any longer. At one point, it was discovery. Yeah, and the same same thing with religion. I mean, religion is about finance. It's about you know getting money. So what plays well? You know, it's unfortunate. And I I make a very big distinction there when I say religion. I'm not talking about faith, but right. You know, anyway, right. It's it's unfortunate. You know, I started watching a, uh, you know, and I'm going to mess this up, so I'm going to try to look it up real quick. It's a, uh, a TV show on um, uh, Apple, on Apple TV. Is it the one where, what if the Russians went to the moon? Yes. I think it's called, yes, For All Mankind. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I didn't really, I've seen um, I didn't watch some previews the season, but. of the third season which is coming out here in the next couple of days i saw a couple of those i was like wow and it said season three and i'm like well geez i didn't i i hadn't seen season one or uh, season two and i'm in season one right now and it's really kind of it's interesting it, it is it's very interesting and it's it's one of those what if kind of it's so sad like america scenarios. is so depressed <laughs> Well, don't tell me too much because, you know, I haven't gotten. No, I'm just saying two, like even in the vibe I, of, oh, of, of everybody, what? like from, from the At first the beginning, episode. Sure. Yeah, yeah, right. They're just like, right. well, I guess we're second place. Now. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're exactly right. And, and you know what? Here's the thing. In the first episode, uh, you know, it has the date up there and some of the things that are going on. And it's got this kind of Walter Cronkite-ish right guy doing the news and they're leading up and it's you know shot at mission control in houston and all like this and they're talking about lunar landing and so and i'm sitting there thinking well this is from you know a, a buzz and neil and uh, because of the same day Yuri you know Gagarin all, all like this mind, and i'm thinking moon. why are they using you know this actor just pull the cronkite footage i right. mean you know or any of the uh, the other guys and then and you even see the you know the uh, they're waiting for the video oh here we're, we understand the door is opening and here you you know the guy comes down you know and you're thinking it's neil armstrong and then you know he plants a russian flag and it's a russian astronaut the russians were the first to the moon and apollo 11 was supposed to launch like a month later or a couple weeks yeah. later, I think a couple weeks later. And it's kind of, they take it from that perspective. What if the Russians were the first to the moon and we were second? And, uh, it's really, it really is interesting. Yeah. And I didn't know for sure what they were going to do because Neil and Buzz, you know, went, went up there and that, you know, they had, you know, those were the characters, uh, Buzz Aldrin, Neil Armstrong, Michael Collins, and you hear coming in the landing, you know, Neil is, you know, they're saying, we're, oh, there's a lot of, oh, there's a lot of boulders here. We didn't expect this. And I'm thinking, oh, geez, you know, surely they're not going to crash. And then it looks like they crash because the video feed ends. You know, you've got Neil Armstrong saying, you know, we're, it's really bumpy. There's too many bolts and it goes away. And for about four or five hours, everybody is assuming the worst. 
because they can't raise the eagle. Uh, they can't get a hold of anybody. Michael Collins up above in Columbia, the Apollo uh, spacecraft. The most underrated you know, guy on the mission. Yeah, well, because he didn't land on the moon. You know, gets a, yeah, has he, a telescope, and he's yeah. looking as they pass over the Sea of Tranquility. He believes he sees the limb, the you know, the landing uh, module, but you know, it's far enough away. It doesn't appear that it had that there was a debris field. Can't see, couldn't see anybody moving, anything like that. But you know, they found it. But they're all just thinking, you know. And some of the astronaut wives, you know, they've been around. They're going to Neil Armstrong's home and Buzz's home and Michael Collins' home, and even. They're getting to four or five hours later. They've told basically Michael Collins, you've got to, you know, just come back, mm. you know, because we've, you know, we assume we've, you know, they're not, even if they survived the crash, they're not getting off of there and they're going to, you know, they're going to run out and they're going to die. And Michael Collins uh, says, uh-uh, I ain't coming back without my guys. So he's basically saying, I'm staying up here until I run out of fuel and then, you know, I'll just whatever. And they're like, we've got to order him back. We can't have, you know, all, and while they're in this debate and I know I'm ruining, I was going to say, let's just happen. stop right here. You but, guys want to watch the rest of the show. It's really good. See what happens. You can find it weeknights at 7 PM central on Apple TV. Isn't it streaming? They can just, it is it streaming. Yeah, but they yes. still release episodes. Oh, really? mm-hmm. yeah. and it has the new one not, not episode one you can watch that well we've been watching you can watch uh, that anytime we've been watching a great series called uh, on Apple TV or on uh, no, on Prime um, it's and uh, 10 Star oh I love that show now that's one that's only been that's a kind of an older one that I think they only made one season of that I believe no they just released the third season we just finished it last night yeah. you know I watched season one of that and I thought it was great and I had not seen that they had done any more yep so they've done season two and season three okay, and well, season three to, is the last one I'll have to I'll what's have his to name did not out. want to do anymore and he'll the guy only, who played the sheriff yeah and there's only six episodes in Season, uh, three. season three okay and i love him but i can't ever remember his name i can't remember that but i remember i you know it's been a while since season one came out and i watched it and i thought man this is this is really good and speaking of uh, new uh tv series uh interesting uh two members of the cast of 1932 uh have uh, the, their names have been released 1932 for those of you who might not know is another uh, prequel series to Yellowstone, uh, the Kevin Costner uh, show about the ranch in uh, the current day, ranch in Montana, 1883, aired uh, here at the beginning of the end of last year to the beginning of this year, which was when the ranch was founded in the year 1883, and uh, which was excellent. Sam Elliott was uh, in that. Tim McGraw, Faith Hill. Uh, Tim McGraw, the gun banner. The gun banner? Oh, yeah. He wants assault weapons ban and doesn't believe civilians. Oh, okay. Doesn't, doesn't yeah. believe civilians should be able to stockpile ammo. Well, he played a much different uh, character. Of course in, uh, he did because he was getting paid. But, you know. His, the sound and, of his name makes me sick. Well, get ready because he uh, makes money. He makes money off guns, but then he, you know, 
He doesn't want anybody else to have them. Well, I don't know how much money he made off of guns for this. He makes most of his money off of, you know, singing. Mm -hmm. Really bad music. <laughs> okay. What? I don't, I can't have an opinion. No, you can, on have, music. A, no, you can have an opinion. Jeez. I really like it. I it's really the like same Tim thing. Never, never mind. But you go ahead. You can. I like this. I, I like how I say nothing, and he just. Yeah. That's because of the look on your I face. Like, your nonverbals are so strong. I like Tim. Like McGraw's earlier, music you and, got mad because I was Austin. doing the thunder stuff because I wasn't getting all into it. And no, you, I and knew. You went I, out hey, of revenge, I, you went. I, we'll just go watch it with the thunder guy. How about that? <laughs> well, that's because you told us you were going well, to have you, a party. I knew you weren't actually having yeah, a party. Yeah, but then you were like. We don't care if you are or not. We're going to go watch it with. No, the I would care if you were going and to maybe actually. LeBron will if drop you by. were actually going to it's have Lejean. a watch party, Jeremy and I probably would go over there. But we knew we both knew that you weren't going to. If you guys will why both, would if you? you guys will both come over, I'll have a watch party. All right, it's done. I'll even invite the scatter shooting audience. <laughs> you can't hold that many people in your house. <laughs> Man. Come on. <laughs> well, you I know, agree. it would probably be it would probably be good for at least you ought to, yeah. Jeremy and I to watch it because Jim, if you're listening, you're invited. You guys could teach me. <laughs> you guys could teach me about the the old basketball, the old dribble, 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 shoot. Well, we'll, we'll probably talk a lot of Thunder basketball. Uh, that maybe because you I can believe convince that, me that their salaries are worth it. My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It folds. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, I would. I'll tell you this: that Cash most, money, most of the money that entertainers are paid, not worth it. However. The market is what it is. Whether you're a basketball player, a football player, a guitar player, a singer, a, you know, pick something. Uh, and people buy the tickets, people buy the records, people come to the, you know, whatever's going on. And so, you know, to the uh, companies that these folks work for, whether they be television networks or uh, movie production studios or record studios, they pay them, uh, you know, ridiculous salaries, but you know, the public buys the tickets think, and buys the records and all like that. So do you think this do you being think, America, do you at think, least right now, power to them. Do you think the NBA and the NFL and major league baseball and NHL hockey, do you think they should be tax exempt? Because you know, they are right. They pay well, zero taxes. Do you think those salaries would be that high if they had to pay taxes? Probably. We're subsidizing those salaries. Probably not. We're subsidizing those salaries. Well, and, and while what, everybody's going, oh, oh man, he shut that ball the hoop really good, man. The illegal, well, the flight of illegals is coming in behind them and dumping them in their neighborhood. Huh. Well, bread and circuses, bread and circuses. still, I mean, I'm not, but I, a, I don't have anything against it though. I'm just saying that's how it is. I mean, you still, I mean, I don't, I don't watch near what I used to. I still, I do still watch a bunch of baseball. I don't watch near as much NBA as I used to. I don't watch near as much NFL as I used to. And I don't watch near as much hockey as I 
used to because I used to watch a bunch of all of that. But uh, should they be tax exempt? That's my question. No. Okay, that's, that's the scatter shooting poll. What about you? No, I don't think should they all should right, be. Everybody to ought to pay something. Yeah. Now you know okay. you also and what I you know you also. I think we should all be tax exempt, to be quite frank. Well, Well, yeah, yeah, that would be, yeah, yeah. All right, well, then I win. (laughs) Uh, We're already out of time. We have any, I don't know what to tell you guys. I hate to leave on such a negative. I didn't even talk long today. I ranted once. Okay, well, I guess that leaves a lot on the table for uh, next week. I'll try to remember what it was I was about to talk about when the music started. (laughs) Sorry, man. The NBA grant rant was all scripted, audience. I love the NBA a lie. No. And it's fans. No, he doesn't. Oh, we were talking about how much you hate Tim McGraw. That's that's what... Uh, I didn't... Uh, but anyway, yes. I hate his position. Nike, I was going to say, who's starring in 1932? Harrison uh, Ford oh. and Helen Mirren. Nice. Ooh. Used that's to be the Mir- sequel, sequel to 1883 and the prequel to Yellowstone. According to Dwight Schrute. So Are they as go. woke as Yellowstone got? I... I don't even know what to say to that, that Yellowstone has gotten woke. Uh, All right, that'll do it uh, for us this week. We may talk about that next week. They're still going to the train station, as far as I know. I'm Randy Renner. I'm uh, Jeremy. And I'm David from the South. (laughs) David from the South. You know, and it's not been so bad. Where we're I like to, that his name's uh, right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's well, on yeah. the screen. Yeah. Typo. All right, that'll do it for us uh, this week. Hopefully, we'll be around next week, and hopefully, you will be, too. See ya. Bye.